I am not sorting these in any specific way this time, so. Okay. Okay. Where was, there was like a presentation mode last time, right? Mm-hmm. It's now, is the button hiding? No, I'm just, there we go. Cool. Oh, wait, no, because the problem was I couldn't edit in presentation mode. That was the problem. Uh, I think you said in edit mode. I'm not thinking yeah. last time. Yeah. Uh, we'll do that, and then we'll do this. Yeah, I think that should work. And then we'll do this. Oh, good. Thank you for that. So we're so clever. We're so cute. We're so professional. Pay no attention to the wizard behind the curtain, and it's doing the thing again. Let's try that one more time. This is yeah, what, what you is get for thing? being a jackass. So there, I swore, oh, but it's is. been a minute and a half, so we're good. All yeah. right, woo, professionals. Yeah, look at us. Woo! Thank you, director. I appreciate that. You'll get yours one day. So I believe in. Karma. I control the buttons for the most part, so I'll be safe. Yeah. Uh huh. For the revolution, part. right? I didn't yeah, but first, you'd need all the passwords that I can't even remember. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Luck <laughs> no, no comment. The Russians are listening, so no comment. But uh, all right. right. Well, so you guys don't get enough of tier lists, and apparently 10 proper villains wasn't enough. So we had to go into the dregs and find some mooks to add to the list that don't belong to be here so we could continue to argue and rate these. Do you mean there's still plenty of good villains missing? Well, apparently we have this category. Name, name there's three. Henchmen name three. and cannon name fodder that don't Name three good villains that are missing? Uh, yes. Lara's not there. Okay, uh, not a villain. not there. If, if, if Marcone's not a villain, Lara's not a villain. I think Marcone's if Marcone a villain, is a villain, so. then Lara is a villain. What the Definitely. Fuck? <laughs> By Justin's own so, metric, so, Lara is a villain. So which is it, director? Are you agreeing with me that Marcone is a villain? No, I don't think Marcone belongs on there, and I don't think Lara belongs on it either. But I am saying that we are being hypocrites about it. What? So what villainous things has Laura done? Like Eating people? That... She eats people. Okay. Every That's your line. That's That's what line I'm telling you. Monster. That's what I've been telling you, though. Every vampire eats people. So ne next we're going to do the Dresden Files villains list, and we're going to put fucking Kyle and Kelly on it because they eat people. And then we'll put the Tigress on it because she's a ghoul and she eats people just yes the, mm -hmm. just because they eat people means they're bad guys doesn't mean they're villains it doesn't mean that they're driving the story in any measurable way that's what i'm arguing but so. you don't think lara and lash drives the story or drove the story or have impact but the story not, in a meaningful way not their villainous tendencies like i look Put them on which, where do they rate next to fucking Nicodemus? Okay. Or like, you know, Nemesis in this case, right? Th I, that's what I'm saying. These guys don't rate. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah. 
at the end at the end of the heat death of the universe when it's just Dresden and Lara and she's trying to eat him fine but her villainy is not her defining characteristic okay Neither like is she's it a pain in the ass yeah it kind of is everything Marcone does is bad like Lara is like manipulative and shit and she's trying to drive politics and whatever but that doesn't necessarily mean just straight up like you know, I mean, hey, pick your favorite politician here, but like she's not any more evil than the people you vote for every November. I'm just saying, and we got plenty of we got plenty to say about that sort of thing too. But I'm just saying, like, she is not exceptionally any kind of weird. Like, I wouldn't put Madeline on this list, and she was way more villainous than Lara was. I was but, thinking like, we should put Madeline bring... and Magical on these lists because both of them tried to kill Dresden. <laughs> Oh, right. Is that it? Dresden's killed Dresden. Molly killed Dresden. She should be a villain now? Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Kincaid actually did thing. kill Dresden. Like, he's not a villain either. Assisted suicide guys, is not the same thing as murder. You guys are very myopic. Kincaid murdered him. There is no way, shape, or form where you can argue that. Just because he asked for it doesn't mean he wasn't murdered. <laughs> like, Asking for it changes a lot. Consent matters, Justin. Not in murder, there. So, uh, I don't know. So they're, weirdly, they're being, consent matters in cannibalism, but not the murdering part. So, like, you can chop off your body parts and feed it to somebody else. I'll, don't ask too many questions. Why I know this, but like, you can do that all day, but you can't actually like murder your person to eat them. So, um, yeah, but I mean, there is a lot of thought. I don't know how much in the U.S., but certainly here, and I think in other countries too, about the legality of assisted suicide. Right. So, I mean, you can't call it assisted suicide when it happens at a thousand yards with a sniper rifle and Why? you couldn't know by virtue of what is going on. That's not assisted suicide. Like, not in any... there. Like, there is dignity and there is medical, like, procedures involved in you know, the dignified self-assisted suicide. That's not what we're arguing against. Don't fucking muddy the waters with something that's legitimate. Dude got himself clapped at a thousand yards by a fucking assassin. He didn't go to the hospital and say, please fill me full of morphine until I drool to death or whatever happens. Like those are not remotely equivalent in my opinion. But, I, mean, I mean, he did hire that assassin. So that is, I would say that is assisted suicide. No. No, I and no, <laughs> like that. That's a false equivalency, in my opinion. Like wildly false equivalent. So, like I can't, I can't even think of you know, like a, a possible comparison, which is rare for me. <laughs> so, anyway, let's let's talk about some of these jokers and how fucking Denton gets to be next to Dracul because I can't wait to explain that. You know. Would you like to start with Denton? <laughs> Can we put him down here? Where Where did Victor Sells wind up? There we go. Well, he's a little bit better let's, than Sells. Let's start. Nah. Is he better than that. Sells? I, I mean, so he's certainly more interesting. He has more <laughs> nuance to him. He had more of an understanding of the dangers but, of getting caught. Ooh. I think he's actually more interesting than, than Sells. So maybe we should actually move Sells down to E. Because I, but at least but I remember cells, and I, honestly, I didn't remember Denton. Denton, 
like well, okay so you don't like full, full moon. moon right who are the bad guys in full moon andreas i know you hate the book who 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 are the villains the, 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 there's the biker gang there's okay. the then there's the, the fbi uh denton right. and his you know partner. like denton <laughs> like he's the villain for full moon so that's the main reason why he's on this yeah, i didn't remember him by name i, I remember the fbi guys right i just didn't remember him by name i was like fbi guys yeah he, he's the leader remember. of said fbi guys yeah so. yeah, yeah, yeah and and this entire this entire book just you know for those who like to pretend that it didn't exist marcone is under suspicion of being the villain the entire time because the fbi are trying to set him up as the fall guy and he was directly an adversary of um his name's right on the tip of my brain, but of the Luke Guru, right? Because they were competing. Yeah, McFinn, because they were competing business interests. So again, you know, Marcone's villainy. So. Anyway. Him being a victim of a conspiracy to set him up? A believable victim. It's not like they tried to frame Molly, you know, like, oh For man, sure. she got framed. Therefore, like. She's a villain. It's a great conspiracy Marcone, when it's Marcone's a villain before he, he got up. before he got set up. That's why it's believable, right? Like, you know, they're like Marcone, you killed him, and he's like, you're gonna have to narrow it down for me. I've killed lots of people. Like, it's just not like Laura like would he, say, they just pulled somebody off the street and said, "Ha ha, it was you the whole time." You know, like we're gonna argue today's a fighting day i can tell it yeah you are in fighting spirits today even before all of this do it but does he rate better than bianca i say no i say no. fine he yeah, can rate better so. than victor sells she did cause a giant war i'd be okay with you know victor and denton going like lower even like, <laughs> i would actually be okay with that do you have any disagreements what? Well, usually the tier lists end at D, so I just feel like do they? Usually, I think. So I wouldn't even have put the other ones on there. More or less, it was the template. Usually, some people add like the special hell tier sometimes. Like, like they don't rate. They don't rate. So (laughs) (laughs) there's still got to be an F tier. I mean, come on, like. No sure. participation trophies. But there's just something so. wrong with having an E tier, in my opinion. So this makes me sure. feel better. <laughs> okay. Congratulations. We can agree on that. There, middle ground. Hooray. We can still be friends. Yay, world peace. <laughs> Fucking, who who else shouldn't be on this list? Maeve definitely shouldn't be on this oh, list. Oh, no. Hold on. Yeah. Maeve is a villain. No, she isn't. Yes, Maeve she is, is a puppet. Maeve, Maeve is, is a, a puppet. Maeve knew no. exactly what she was doing and what she was going to get out of it. And she thought she was going to get mm. out on top. Prove it. Everything of cult days? No, because she's she, a puppet by then. Show, no, she so was before, happy to be able to How many to of lie. the people we've already got on there are so, puppets then? That's what I've been saying, right? Like, no, that's but why, like, like the, last week so too. You're, do you're you want me to answer like your question or do yeah, you want to so, talk? Like, <laughs> kind of both. Go ahead. Go ahead. But I'll I'll let I'll let you answer first. Victor Sells is pretty much a puppet, but he was at least grabbing power before somebody came and turned him into a puppet. Denton was a puppet. puppet. He was a good guy relatively until somebody gave him the things. Arguments for Bianca being a puppet, you know, because possibly at least Ortega, you know, maneuvered her into yeah. position to be a pain in the ass. Uh, Lord Wraith got turned into a puppet, but you know he was so- somewhat a villain beforehand. He was actually um, a puppet before that, 
arguably got powers from the outsiders. That was or is happily of his free will making bargains with he who walked behind. Right. I mean, back in like the seventies, dude was a threat. So you know, um, I I think Cal is going to turn out to be a puppet. I think he's going to be one of those like he didn't realize he was a puppet, but he was. You know, in my opinion. Um, Nemesis is the puppet master, right? So that's why it's like Maeve is a footnote to Nemesis, in my opinion. Like, we don't, we meet her in Summer Night, right? So there isn't mm-hmm. any like parallels because by the time we meet her, Leah's already been infected because that happens in Grave Peril, right? And she presumably more or less immediately infects Maeve, as far as we know. We don't know what the timeline is, but it, those. Those two events would have been separated. Right. We don't right? know if Maeve is infected as of summer night, but we are certain that she's infected as a proven guilty. Right. And I mean, she fucked off for 150 years, but that doesn't, you know, she's a teenager. She's a fey teenager. So like, a perpetual that doesn't teenager, necessarily, worst. that doesn't speak villainy to me. Sorry. No, no, no. That's you know. not the villainy part. I'm sorry. Of it. Like, teenagers she... are people, you know, they, you gotta. <laughs> Sure, they can be people. They can be detestable people. They're still, sure. sure. But that doesn't make them villains. Oh, the way she treated the people under her, the mm-hmm. the changelings, I mean, were pretty villainous. Even in Summer Night, really? she was forcibly drugging Lloyd Slate to try to control him because she couldn't any other way. She was throwing glamour okay. at Dresden when she shouldn't have. It was wrong for her to do yeah. that. Again, like breaking the rules doesn't make you a villain, right? Like she Dresden parks in like Dresden parks in a no parking zone because it makes him happy to thwart municipal code. Right. Uh, sorry, deadbeat paraphrased, but like that doesn't make Dresden a villain. <laughs> so Butters is like, Oh man, you've never been the same since you picked up that coin. You've been parking in a no parking zone, Dresden. What's gotten into you? Like you guys, <laughs> you guys are like up there with the Knights of the Cross and Paladins. Like, Oh man, he parked in a handicapped spot. The villain, you know, like Maeve's a pain in the ass, and she broke rules. If you want to, if you want to talk about her manipulation of Lloyd Slate so far, that's like the best argument that I've had. If you want to talk about that, she probably more or less fed Lily to Lloyd Slate. Then we're talking yeah. some villainy there. Oh no, she, but, she did. But that, they, like eighty percent of the rest of your arguments are like angsty teenager, not villain. Right? Okay, I so. I will give credit. Credit to teenagers more than that. Most of them are better than me. <laughs> sure. But I'm just saying like the ones that aren't better than Maeve still aren't villains just because, you know, they're acting out or graffiti the walls or poor. Well, like try to seduce Dresden. Like what? What's the most villainous thing she did in Summer Night beyond like encourage Lloyd Slate to do evil shit because that's what Lloyd Slate likes to do. I mean, you know, like, that is kind of evil. Knowingly unleashing him on the poor changeling kids because it made her laugh. I mean, she was using him to torture them for her own pleasure. Okay. Right. So like I said, we got two examples. Those are so not exactly like, like, okay, so we'll put her up in, uh, under Bianca. I mean, what? Like, because again, most of her, actual evil shit the stuff where she was effective we can't sort out from the fact that it wasn't just nemesis telling her where to be and what to do but there is a sense of whether she's going along with it or not and she was going along with it catsith was fighting it you can see him fighting it in the end of cold days but from proven guilty onwards we can see that Maeve was happily conspiracy with 
nemesis. She conspiring was so happy. With, to, yeah. Yeah. Conspiring with and cooperating with. Uh, she mm -hmm. was so happy with the ability to lie. And as she says in cold days, because if Mav is taken out, she gets a giant new throne. She wants it so badly. She's happy to do it. She's doing all the wrong evil things. So for a very obvious foil, Aurora, who is also nemfected at this point in time, right? Who also mm -hmm. seems to be going along with whatever Nemesis plan is. Is Aurora the villain of the story in Summer Night? Possibly. We could have argued about it, but we didn't put her on the list, did we? Right, because she's a puppet and she doesn't belong on the list any more than Maeve does. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Like all of those things you just said apply equally to Aurora. The way that they describe Aurora being in so much pain and so much confusion, it does make her seem more of a victim than Maeve, who was happy mm -hmm. to go along with it. Says two plus two equals five when he's a, she's about to murder Dresden. Okay. She's acting of her free will and doesn't realize how bad yeah. that's going to be versus Aurora. But being she's literally pushed. not, though. She can enjoy it, but she literally can't act out of her own free will because she's Faye. And two plus two but, equals five is a lie. So she's working against her nature because of Nemesis. Right. right. Nemesis gave her the ability to act against her nature, which she was happily yeah. doing to the detriment of everything else. Okay. But you see how that's like not, I don't buy that as a villain though, right? Like henchmen, lackey, sure. But left to our own devices in a bubble, like, I mean... Your cat is a villain. He's plotting to kill you every night, but <laughs> but he's not going to make the tier list because he can't, you know, like in most cases, don't die around your cat. They'll eat you. But seriously, um, you know, like that's what I'm saying. Like, OK, sure. Great. Maeve's got all these evil, wicked thoughts and she would totally do these things if she could. But she can't because it was Nemesis. Like, does that not make sense? I, and, I don't and think like Denton wouldn't have probably done anything evil if it wasn't for the belts. Sorry, go ahead. I just don't think that because there was someone bigger and better behind the scenes means that they are not villains and or bad guys in their own right and not worthy of putting on a list or discussing. Like I think, like, I think Aurora could be on there too. She was the she was the villain of the book. Uh. So where would you read her? I think Maeve is uh, low B. Hmm. A low B. She <laughs> was better than Corpse Taker. I would definitely I, say that I, she, Maeve is better than Corpse Taker. I found her more interesting as a character and a villain than Corpse Taker. She's like the Red Queen. Like she was titillating as a villain, but you know, like that's about it. Like literally that was her job to titillate. I mean, better than Corpse Taker though, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'm not hot for corpses, so that's a no brainer. I don't need to go back to that tier list and see which, you know, level I am on that. But uh... <laughs> so we're going to rate her under Dumorn, but above Corpse Taker. Yeah. There's some, there's Dumorn is so much more. It's the mystique about him, which means he could go up or down, right? <laughs> if we learn more. And, there's something I mean, 
he's dead. I don't think there's anything more to learn oh, about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's dead. He's the ED dead. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Though I think those are the most controversial ones out of the way. I think some of the rest of these guys are losers too, but you know, obviously they're all losers because Dresden wins all the time, right? But <laughs> who who do we want to talk about next? Hmm. Shank Nasty? Okay. Well, I, I actually think is uh there's just something so there's something so great about him as a bad guy, even if he is he's very one note in a way. He's not there's not much complexity to him, I feel like. He's just kind of a almost almost just a monster, <laughs> but but a monster with an attitude. Uh, but I really do like I, th- I really do like like him as a villain. Yeah, I think it's like I'm thinking also in somewhere in the in the high in the high B's actually. I mean, I'd oh, go higher than that. Him. Like, look who's in the A list. Yeah, like, I would I'd put him higher Shag than Nasty. That. Yeah, I could put you him. You know, like he. Too. I was trying to be conservative. <sighs> Like, in a way, he's not really the main villain of Turncoat, right? But he's much more effective, and quite a bit of what happens in in the climax of Turncoat is geared around taking him out of the game to the point where a senior council member basically has to do it, right? He, He beats him in the sense that he drives him off, but, like, you know, talking power levels and that sort of thing, like, I would put him at least a... And I mean, I could see some arguments for S, but it's just like, it's tough because, you know, we kind of know relative power level, like the Negloshi aren't really anything compared to, I'm sure the outsiders are much, you know, much more powerful. What he does to the story, I mean, he roughs up Thomas, but that's not exactly an accomplishment, you know, Um, but he, you know, he takes out some, you know, minor allies and generally just causes mayhem and you know gives dresden nightmares for a long time so you know like it's it's hard to rate him lower than marcone some of the things you bring up he does have some i would say some pretty big impacts on the story and the characters for the whole series like he may i think this is where harry's kind of like gets gets around to the Here's here werewolves. Here's all the facts as I know them, and you can decide, right? Now, right, because he killed Kirby, and then they yeah. demanded to know what's going on. They demanded to be able to go help revenge him. Right. It only took him eight books to get to there with the alphas after having that same conversation with Murphy. So yeah, you know, <laughs> he big impact on on Thomas's character development. I would say in a way. I mean, kind of supposedly, I would say because. Definitely. Because the next book is changes, and then it's like ignored. Yeah, it's kind of ignored and changes, and then what, the, haven't the Thomas time. thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's because Thomas gets all of you know. They took our daughter. Basically, the same the same introduction as Dresden got. You know, Dresden sort of shuts it down because I know this is one of like EG's complaints and that sort of thing, right? But it's like you know, Thomas has been like you know, well, I'm eating people again and I'm being an angsty vampire and Dresden's like, they took my daughter. And and Thomas is like, wait, you have a daughter and who took her, you know? So it like immediately pulls him out of his bullshit. Um, So it's like, I mean, I get it. You know, we could have, we could have angsted that for like two or three more books um, or seen it kind of lapse back around. But instead 
we go from, you know, they took my little girl to, uh, by the way, I'm eating twins now or whatever, um, you know, apparently Nemesis was setting up for him. So, but. Yeah. But the torture that he does go through in Turncoat is still palpable. And when you understand why he's acting that way at the end of the book, I mean, like you can fill Mm -hmm. in exactly how bad it was. And Chagnasty did it for no reason other than because it was entertaining. Right. Yeah. I mean, do you guys think a random thought about Nemesis Turncoat, Justine, that he, he, she introduced food as the other girls into that relationship because Nemesis was controlling her. So it was no longer true love. So he would find out by touching her that she no longer burned. So she, she did that to like undo and then kept doing that. So like they to avoid getting caught. It's a good question, you know, cause like you wouldn't think that somebody in possession could be able to do it, but let's go back and have more conversations about Maeve and her free will. Right. So we're saying nemesis doesn't necessarily override your free will. So I guess she could still be in love, you know, at that time, maybe nemesis is doing a ride along more than being in the driver's seat like she was in, uh, or it, it was in Battlegrounds. Um, but, yeah. Like we've kind of talked about before, I think, it's like, it's very, it's kind of unclear. Some characters seems to be taken over, like Cat Stiff was, seems to just not be, just be pretending and not be in control. Uh, and others seems to be going along with it and enjoying the, the freedom that it gave them, like, uh, like Maeve did. Which may be a relative power level thing. I don't know. Like, May was too powerful to be fully controlled, but he could give her this power of lying. Or it's we just similar don't know. to um, the way that the Denarians work. If some people are able to withstand, I guess that's kind of what you're saying. Some people are able to hold their own personality still, and other people are just slaves to the Denarian inside it. Yeah, that's right. A, well, and it's a, yeah. I mean, it's it's like a willpower thing, and like some of the coin bearers actually negotiate with their fallen instead of just like give into it, right? Because um, you have Rasmussen or whatever, who was the original? Yeah, yeah, Rasmussen. So, so, like him and Magog and that sort of thing. But those coins also probably seek out people like that, right? You know, so like that's that's as much an interplay with the fallen. Is anything mm-hmm. because clearly, like, didn't uh, Sonya had Magog, and you know he was able to cast it off eventually. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's not like a hundred percent cut and dry. But I think the Cat Sith versus Maeve thing, you know, certainly like Maeve was going with the flow, but she literally couldn't have done a lot of the things that she did do unless she was infected. Whereas Cat Sith was dominated, right? And that was that was Dresden's play. Like Cat Sith was still absolutely bound to dresden but nemesis more or less locked him up with the whole like you know hey kitty go get me a coke you know like that whole that whole scene um you know because cat sith was fighting it so anyway um i probably just looking at our list right now like you know, without having to shuffle everything around and maybe there's arguments for it, like, you know, getting back to Shag Nasty, I'd probably rate him below Ethnio right now, just looking at our mm. list, but, you know. I think that's a fair place to put him. Yeah, yeah. I would say that's fair. Um, yeah. Like, I think, I think 
you know, evilness, style points, things like that, I might put him up there with Nemesis. But as far as like overall impact on the plot compared to some of these other players and that sort of thing, you know, like I wouldn't rate him higher than that at the moment. So if you want to put uh, or talk about that other villain in that book, that's kind of a, you know, it's kind of, they're kind of reversed, right? Like Shag Nasty, lots of personality and, and, you know, coolness in a way on the page and all that. Not much, like you said, as much big plot impact, whereas Peabody, huge, huge impact, right? It's infecting the, the senior council with, with mind control and all, all the things he did, uh, that he did, the running Dresden's relationship. Uh, you know, lots of impact, but man, I mean, we don't really get to have much per much from him really we have like what two scenes with him kind of in the same book when harry goes right. to to edinburgh and that's 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 about it well yeah i mean but we have but we have a lot of other incidental things and he still has like a great effect i mean he he more or less gets introduced all the way back in uh deadbeat you know as the author of yeah. you know the the earl king um, you know, and then, you know, Dresden gets to give him shit about it in, in, uh, in turncoat. Um, but then, you know, he's obviously been there for years, you know, manipulating behind the scenes. Right. So he so, was there in summer night unnamed, but when they're trying to find papers in the meeting with all the whole white um, council, he did his bureaucromancy of like, it's this paper and that stack with this thing right there. Gotcha. That's right. You're right. So unnamed, and then uh, he also Butcher took the opportunity to try to fix his German and give him shit for it in turncoat. So it was a pretty right. good patch up, right? Yeah. So <laughs> Binder, look, I love yeah. me some Binder, but he's a he's a freaking he's a freaking he's a henchman. Like Binder's, he's he's literally a mercenary. <laughs> he's not yeah. evil. Is he a villain? So. I don't, I don't think really so. think he's a villain, but he would certainly be on any list he would be on. Almost, he would be on S tier because he's a compelling <laughs> character. <laughs> not, not for cardio. He's not S tier at cardio. All right, yeah. so you know, like, uh, all right, yeah, okay. So anyway, um, I don't know. Peabody's a tough rate because you know he's certainly more impactful than a lot of these guys. Um, even if he didn't show up a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, but I, I think in reality, I would probably put him somewhere in the, like the top of B like. Personally. Right. So. It's hard to have an animosity to that character specifically. Oh no. Compared to him. some of the other ones. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't <laughs> like him as soon as he said, my office is a bastion of neatness. It's like, you're the bad guy. There's no way you're not the bad oh. guy right there. <laughs> Well, that was but, a little extreme, but uh, yeah. And you are um, untidy. Exactly. It's right. just like that kind of reaction. It's like, if you're not the bad guy, I'm throwing the book across the room. <laughs> but that's like the only real like personal level of animosity we have with him versus any of the other characters. But we have more of an attachment, even if it's to hate them, like in Academus. So of all the things that he's done, he, it's almost like we've, we've only been told he's done it and not really seen him doing it. We know something because of the ink as it's shown in Turncoat, but it's so subtle. It, he did do the um, Mordstone. Was, did I get this name right? In the, the end of Turncoat, Mordite. right? 
Mordite. Yeah, Mordite. Yeah. And and I mean, presumably he's the one that put the whammy on Lucio. So yeah, and so Andreas should just like want to burn him at the stake for that. So yeah, motherfucker. Right, but we get told about it, and it's less about him being someone to fear. It's more like there's this giant bullet we just dodged. Mm. Sort of. Kind of I mean, you it. could say that, but I mean, yeah, like I th I think so he's he's a villain in like okay, Shag Nasty, he's gonna eat your face and he's gonna feed you your kids or something and you're like crazy. Die screaming evil, in nightmares right? at the whole time. Right. Peabody is existential because the the real dread from Peabody comes from Ebenezer when he's talking about it towards the end. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's Ebenezer. It might have been listens to win, but the whole like, how many decisions did we make over the last several years during this war that he subtly influenced? How many people died because, right. you know, we we sent him on an ambush or not enough supplies or whatever else because you know, of Peabody's subtle influence, right? And that's that's the kind of shit that, you know, certainly would keep an old man like Ebenezer up at night, right? Ebenezer is yeah. used to fighting monsters. He's not afraid of Shag Nasty. He doesn't have a nuke, but he will drop he a mountain on him. of paperwork. <laughs> well, I mean, you could you could make that joke, but he he's afraid of the decisions he made, right? He's afraid of getting young kids killed, young wizards killed. Right. But even without know? the influence to the elder people, council, senior council, God, names are hard today. Um, <laughs> Even just... Like like the Battle of Sicily and all that, or or where Camp Kaboom was, like leaking information is just right. as bad, and right. all of that things that we have seen it for several books, but linking it then to this one entity who's obsessed with neatness becomes a bit harder. Right. We don't hold him responsible for it. We're holding his puppet masters responsible for it. Right. Well, yeah. Let's not get down that argument again, because. Apparently that doesn't matter. So B plus any disagreements? Strong I think so. disagreements? Andreas? Mm, yeah, I'm thinking, uh, no, I'm okay with him. I mean, he's certainly more effective than Dumorne in a lot of ways. Like, you know, again, like world impact, like certainly Dumorne impacted mm. Dresden and therefore the story quite a bit. But anyway, should we just keep going down the list at this point? Sure. Or is there any sure. other wild? Well, I didn't order them in any kind of thing because I'm like looking at it. It's like these books are out of order, but you know, <laughs> I went with Kukul Khan. It's not his real name. We argued about that in the pre-show as well. But you know, the the Red King, you know, Kukul Khan. Uh, we could put the entire red like court. this is right. I mean, if we put the whole red court, then. I think they I think they'd be somewhere up in the A tier again. Like I'm having trouble not putting everybody in the A tier, but it's like the Red Court were a huge pain in the ass for like Red most Court of the rates way higher than Kuglan himself, who is a C tier. Right. Yeah, because Kuglan, even more than Peabody, in my opinion, like if you want to take like tell don't show then you know he's responsible for shaping the the like mayan civilization <laughs> you know after a point and you know just like there's so much history and evil and all this other stuff that's been done but then if you want to take like the book series it's like well he looked like he was drunk on blood half the time and then it turns out that was an act and he was really strong and it's like okay well that was like five pages, a chapter, something, 
you know, so it's just like yet he was if, if actually he to... addicted to blood, uh, had given in. I mean, presumably, you know, for sure. But like he wasn't as far gone as everybody wanted to believe he was. Right. Because that was a ploy mm. because he knows that his retainers are going to try and off him at some point. So, you know, it was it was like a, a cunning tactic on his end. But like, that's all well and good. But I mean. Fuck, you guys are going to make me rate him against Maeve, but I would put him down in C right now. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. else to add to him. Right. Like he was in one book. We got a bunch of little flashes of insight, but we didn't actually see him do anything super cunning or clever that we could like lay at his feet. Right. Like it wasn't necessarily his master plan to do this, that, or the other thing, you know, and he ultimately got betrayed by his quote unquote master plan, which was Martin, you know, right. Like, yeah. And uh, the red King got the blame for all of the inconsistencies of the red court during the war of like, this is why you're aggressive. And then you pull back and do nothing is because right. he's going crazy. Versus, like, Ariana would have right. probably been much more bloodthirsty about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Cody hates this guy, apparently, so. Right, yeah. Like, get got killed by your own loaded gun. Pretty bad, but uh, not worse than Victor Sells, certainly. You know, like, see, above or below Corpse Taker, I'd go below, but. Below. He's almost D tier below Wraith. (laughs) Right? Yeah, the problem is uh, he's dead and Lord Wraith isn't. So, you know, just saying. Room to grow. (laughs) Right. All right. Well, this one's going to be a fight. So why don't you just tell us how you'd rate your favorite person and then we'll go with that character. So, yeah. Mavra goes S. For sucks. Why why is Mavra S tier? Because she's so much fun. That's all. She's a she's, lackey. So. But she's a good one. She's a great one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so what, so, agenda. See, that's who we should have put. We should have put Listen on this list, especially after Battlegrounds. So anyway. Well, there's always part three. Yeah. God. <laughs> but hey. Mavra is a lot of fun, even if she is a, a lackey to Dracul or whatever. She's still very capable on her own. She's very... Uh, intriguing as being a bad guy we get to see her a decent amount of times actually for being a reoccurring bad guy sure she survives she does survive she's very creepy (laughs) in in great peril and then blood rights and then the way that she and dresden had to handle each other in deadbeat it's a lot of fun (laughs) right yeah basically when when dresden says of like i don't want to hear your spiel just get to the point okay we shall embrace brevity give me the word of kemler and walks away loved it right. so much mm-hmm. and then in battleground which is isn't supposed to be there she's oh it's you when we have necromancers out of nowhere lovely love her so much right andreas anything to add or detract i think the director has a lot of good points her yeah i mean is she S tier or is she A tier? She's up there, I feel like. I can't really think of anything that really. Her boss is still on her. this list, so uh, you know, we're gonna have we to. We can go up there too. That's fine. <laughs> I would say I would say high A tier. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah, I'm looking at the list. Uh, like, 
I don't know. I think I think she rates less. Nicodemus. I'd go lower than that, actually, because it's like I think ultimately, like she's there, she's present, etc. But she's been less impactful than Nicodemus or Cowell, for example, right? Uh, she's Maybe. not the but... Cowell. She's not. She's, uh... I mean, so she was there at Bianca's party, so she was involved with Bianca yeah. being in the whole position of the party. Yeah. Uh, she was her sorcery teacher, so yes. Uh, deliberately getting involved with the whole issue of Susan and all that too by threatening her. Um, and then with the one ear and blood rights of like going from blood rights to deadbeat, setting up that two little book arc of her of, of finding the blackmail for Murphy. And I don't know, just like I think that's a very strong indication of you know what you feel about Mavra, her little two book arc. Like, okay, she appeared in back to back books, which is a well, lot for most of these well, villains. That but. little arc of like, <laughs> here's a problem you have to deal with, and now the fact that you dealt with it is going to come back and bite you in the ass. Right. Like you because can't. of the pictures. Exactly. I, yeah. yeah, and then the like, you can't win for losing type of problem that like that Justin Files has built on. Uh, it was just right. very fun. Okay, no, but... Cody. Lots of people on this list are lackeys for somebody else. That does not mean that's not. A, it's not an argument. Low C, she's a lackey. That's not really an argument. That we would put everybody in low C then, because they're almost all. I mean, lackeys that's what I've been saying, but yeah, I, know, I got overruled. So. I think I think below Nicodemus. Not lower. I mean, neither the director or I am happy about that, but at least it's like one space for me. So I know you want her in the S tier, but let's be reasonable. Like I am being reasonable. reasonable. Uh huh. She says, smiling, semi manically. I'm totally reasonable right now. I'm extremely reasonable. What are you talking about? Oh, are you not connected? There we go. I was like, you've got to have a multi-select. And I don't think that worked. Oh, what? Where did that other picture go? It behind the other one. <laughs> I love technology when it's like do the exact same but twice, and then it'll work the way that it should have worked in the first place. So there is that what we that's what andreas suggested and we were unhappy yeah. with but at least that means it's a compromise she, so. she does nothing of real concert so far she's still out there like that's that's i mean i yeah, think that's he an was important crippled thing for several books with his hand he wasn't and able to use fire right it was really holding him back so he wasn't able to light his but, candle spell I, I think I think like an important thing to know about the A tier, for example, is that only one of the characters in the A tier could be considered neutralized, let alone they are all alive, right? And so it's like it's it's hard because I'm like I'm looking at the A tier and it's like, eh, I mean, maybe that tier should be broken up a little bit, right? Maybe we should bump some people down and we should split that up because like not everything can be A tier, but like compared to compared to this, Maeve's dead, Demorne's dead, Peabody's dead, Corpse Taker's dead twice, Kukulkan's dead, and and his entire race. Like, so, you know, Ma Mavra may not be <laughs> really, really as effective. Got that good. <laughs> yeah, right? Mavra may not be as effective as like some of the other villains and whatever, but importantly, she belongs in the A tier because she's still alive. So, which we might as well talk about Dracul since we've got that all primed and and ready to go anyway because he's her boss. So, 
And he yeah. was so much fun. Boo. I don't want to put him at the top of A tier, but compared to everybody else, so I'm kind so of just feeling put him at the bottom No, of I don't. S. I don't care about that. I'm just like, okay, I see what happened. I have to click each of them, shift click them. But, but I mean, like, no, I'm just like, because talking about still being alive and still being out there, I mean, he, he's still not neutered because like my head canon and presumption is that Nicodemus is drowning in a bottle somewhere. Right. So he's still out there. He's still going to be a pain in the ass, but I don't expect he's going to trigger the apocalypse. <laughs> Book 20, alcoholic Nicodemus shows up. Oh, absolutely. Completely ruined. I, I absolutely, like, I want to see him stumbling around with a bottle in a brown bag and slurring his speech and, like, throw the bottle at Dresden. Like, incoherently random. You son of a bitch, Dresden. Yeah. You made me kill my daughter or something. Like, he's going to be mad about that and somehow it's going to be Dresden's fault because yeah. Nicodemus can't take ownership of his own you know, decisions. But Nicodemus but. did get the cup, so maybe he's just drinking out of it. Yeah, that, that's what he is. He's drinking. He's drinking bad whiskey out of. Out I mean, of he, the whole no, grill. he has taste. He would go find the good whiskey and he's then just drop himself in the distillery. It doesn't matter. He's, he's broken. What, what are his assets now? What what does he care? He has like, I'm just saying, fucking holy grail. That's what his assets right? are. But that's nothing. Like It's not like he could go to the liquor store and wave the grail and be like, give me your top shelf whiskey. Okay. He still has bud. lackeys. He has, I'm sure he has money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say no. I say he would have like he would have abandoned all of that. That's my headcanon. I know it's too far, but I, I totally expect we're going to be so excited to see him in book 20 and he's just going to be like a total wreck. That's what we're going to get. Like maybe we'll have, uh, what's her face? What's his wife? Um, Tessa. Tessa. Thank you. I wanted to call her Trisha. There's somebody that definitely shouldn't be on this list, but you guys would think is a villain anyway. So, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Trixie Vixen. Yes. So, Oh, Trixie, no, but Tessa does belong. On oh, this wait. List. Oh, I'm sorry. Trixie was a step too far. Now we're being ridiculous. I mean, if you're talking about henchmen, henchwoman, boobs, yes, whatever. Yes, I'm the one who's held that line the entire time. I know where I stand. Oh, Any she arguments can with. The, she can go into F tier. It's okay. Yeah. Top of A. Dracul, better than Marcone. I don't think the director's going to argue that. Better than Nicodemus. More villainous, certainly. I mean, he more villainous. Yeah. I can't. I mean, I think Marcone is way more, more badass in a fight. I mean, than, he got a grizzly dropped on him, and in the the biggest lightning bolt in the history of lightning bolts. Like, yeah, I wish we had seen more. You know, just overall. Yeah, and but. so that's another thing that's kind of similar with cows. Like, we want to put a lot of things on him, but we haven't gotten to see much of it yet. I, but I think that's bullshit. I mean, we certainly know, like, we we certainly know Cowl and Peabody would be in the same vein for that, but we can attribute a lot more to Cowl, in my opinion. Like, we could speculate on Peabody's impact over the, the last several years, but, like, at the very least, like, without, we don't even know what Cowl's name is, for example. So, like, and, and not even just, like, you know, like obviously it's Simon Petrovich, right? Yeah, but, obviously. But I'm, we know I'm not talking about like his true name. I'm talking like, does he call himself Cowl? I don't, or like Dresden just calls him like, Cal. well, no, like Dresden calls him Darth Bathrobe, right? Like, I don't imagine uh, uh, Vittori, what's his face from, you know, um, 
white knight like phones up and says, Hey Cowl, guess what? I just, you know, killed a bunch more muggles. Like that's not like, that's the thing. We don't know anything about him, but what we do know is that these two hooded figures keep showing up and doing shit. You know, they, they presumably gave Victor cells the idea and, or the formula for three. eye. they gave Denton the belts. They gave Bianca all sorts of crazy shit, including giving Leah, you know, uh, Morgana's athame. Um, they, they stole, uh, Mouse's brother, those sons of bitches. Like, yeah. In, in just about every book, they've done something, right? And, and we kind of, we did that as a, an episode or three or seven. Who knows how long that one took us? But, uh, you know, we talked about how, like, basically every book, you can see their influence. And, like, it's, it's circumstantial evidence in the sense that it's like you couldn't necessarily do it in the court of law, but we, we know it's then, right. It's not like Peabody where it's like, Oh man, what did he do for eight books or whatever? It's like the same people with the same description showed up and did these things basically always. And, you know, Cal, you know, at least roughed up Dresden and deadbeat. That's not exactly anything fancy or special, but. Um, you know, he, he oh, almost ooh. kills him, you know, outright in, um, white Knight. you know, in the deeps. So uh -huh. we haven't seen him since then. Right. That's the, that's right. kind of the rub there. So, but yeah. Yeah. Vittorio calls him master. Thanks Cody. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, that's master. generic, right. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is like, isn't Cowl more his nickname? I, I don't remember well, if he refers to himself as Cowl. So I think, whereas like Kumori, what, what is he referred to as in the conversation between Kumori and Dresden? I think they, they I mean, they're him. using the pseudonyms as if their names, Cowl and Kumori. And um, okay. I think the other necromancers call that too. I think, I think Corpse Taker said something about Cowl or some some one of the other ones just had mm. referred to him by that, I think. So like that is the name that he's been known by. Right. But I mean, so we have one instance of really meeting Dracul, and it was a lot of fun. And then he gets bolstered by his association with Mavra, in my opinion, but then what? Right. He I mean, he's got uh he's got Steed. The other well, two got. Don't know if he directly. has him. No, they he, got they got taken. Yeah, the other two so, got taken and presumably turned to black core vampires. Uh, and right. then Steed went through a gate somewhere. Don't know where that was. Neither does Butcher, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> where did he go? <laughs> Outside. Can't wait to see him again and him trying to be all posh and, and proper and also probably just dripping blood and everything's falling off of him. Right. Yeah. And I think, I mean, importantly, Dracul, so he, he took out four, well, at least three wardens that we greatly respected, almost a fourth, crippled him at least. Um, he went toe to toe with a being of basically pure magic and a senior council member, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I mean, certainly his power level and his ability to potentially inflict more damage in the future versus like his impact of the story. Right. That's kind of what we're stuck between. Like, right. I mean, and yeah. him hinting at being the whole starborn thing of like, well, if right. he's a starborn, what does that mean? This is super significant. And it's just being like neon sign of this is important, but we don't get to know yet. Right. 
It's hard to place him. Yeah. Um, comment here saying Cowl asked him to call him Cowl. So yeah, it's been okay. too long since I've read it apparently, but that I that sounds about right because they're outside of Bach order books, right? When they when they're having that conversation and you know, okay. Um yeah, it's tough. Because like impact of the story, I think he would rate, you know, in the low A's, but I think, you know, power level, continued mayhem, stuff like that. Um allies that he's taken out of the fight and the fact that he's Mavra's boss puts him still pretty up there. So I'm okay with the high A. Okay. I don't think there's any, there's like, there's also just the, yeah, there's the, he has, there's some great personality to him. There's like, even though we haven't seen that much, like the, there's this, the power level of him is insane, right? Like, We've seen a lot of these people he fight there, fights there, like cut loose, like listens to when cutting loose in that short story where Dresden's like, it was unfair to the ghouls. And just like, there's hundreds of them, and he just like takes them out. Like, he's powerful. Dresden, extremely powerful. The other wards are no slouches either, right? Like, this is. Yeah. Not that we saw that, unfortunately. Like, I, I wouldn't have said so, right? But I. Yeah. It, it's tough to say because it's like, is it? It wasn't Mav, wasn't Mavra like the least of of that inner circle? She was the drummer like boy, was that, like, which basically means she was the least powerful. She was the drummer, but she right. was also the most intelligent because the other ones were trying to sure. do other stupid things, and she was saying, "Don't do that. He won't like that." Right. Well, I yeah, I'm just like it. It, it tears me up a little bit because I I would have wanted the wardens to make a better showing, but they basically just got they they got over leveled and rolled you know because if ma like mavra would be a challenge for dresden in my opinion right you know that that would be a duel you know to see for sure um i don't know if she'd be like the toughest thing that he's fought but she'd be up there right and if she's the if she's the least and you've got like what four or five others additional to that it's like just the wardens were out of their depth they had you know they they just didn't have a chance, you know. Um, but it makes it it makes them look like juniors, right? It, it that was that was kind of the problem I had with the fight. It's like I felt like they got rolled so fast and so hard that it, it made them look like a bunch of punks. Whereas like these were like senior wardens by now, you know, theoretically, like they're certainly not Dresden's level, but you know, they were all veterans. They've all they all you know they they were the veterans of the new wave, right? Because they were mm-hmm. kids in Deadbeat, you know, so. Anyway, we've talked about everything but Dracul. So where do where do we want to put him in relation to like the A tier? Do we want to put him all the way at the top? Do we want to slot him in behind somebody? So I would maybe between Cal and Ethnew because we've seen Cal more. Okay. We've had one scene with Dracul. We've had one book, two books, whatever. Ethnew, Enya. Really got to rename that. Um, so it's just like like so the amount that we've seen him and attached to him versus the amount of destruction that she's done and he's done things over thousands of years I don't know it's just I don't really have a good reason just like stick it there I don't think that's a bad place to put him but but also I'm sorry I also think he could go higher but I, I think that's a, not I don't think it's a bad place to put him there between uh, he's he's above either uh, her for sure above Kalmavra and the others I don't know just because we know them so much more. Right. Right. 
Yeah, and I mean, certainly room to grow. Let's let's just go with that for now, and then you know, it it comes down to the fact that um, his story is not done yet. You know, so certainly he's going to be more effective than Ethnew. He probably even contributed more to the story. <laughs> than it's like the whole book is about her, but at the same time, all she does is like throw a, a fit, destroy some Chicago. Like, come on, that that shit was falling down anyway. But uh, yeah, sinking into the swamp, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> the first Chicago. <laughs> anyway, um. Do we do Corb and just go through from sure. here? Or do you guys want to talk? Yeah. All right. All right. Corb can be this, C. Yeah. Uh, at, at best. At best. At yeah, best. C, C mean, is for Corb. The <laughs> most interesting about Corb is kind of what uh, Jim decided to do with building him up and building up the nation and then being him a whole, you know, just being a puppet. Like, that's the most interesting part about Corb. Uh, yeah. I mean, puppet or honestly, even like supplicant, right? Because like he's got his own will, but he lashed himself to Ethne, right? He gave her his chain, um, you know, type of thing. It, I'm just calling that out as a difference between what Nemesis does, right? Nemesis takes you mm -hmm. over and he was he was absolutely like, yeah, sure, Ethne, you're the boss, you know, whatever you say goes. Um He's got a will of his own, kind of, but he's such a slime ball and just not very effective, right? You know, doing some of the politicking, doing some of the treachery, but it's like yeah, he handled himself know. very badly in any of that, like the the scene between Corb and Listen and Enya. That's mm -hmm. like Listen shouldn't have been able to dominate it so much, and yet he did. Right, right, yeah, yeah. So join for, us next in two weeks when we talk, when we put listen on the list, who is everybody wants to think he's a lackey, but <laughs> he's going to be the one that survives and, and show his, his true colors there. So. Yeah. I don't know. There's Bottom of the seas. Like is what? he better or worse than the red King? I think worse he's worse in a lot of ways. Think, the only yeah. thing he's got on the red King is he's still alive, isn't he? So. You yeah, know, I think like, so. didn't they capture him? So because he's going to be alive at the end of all things or some nonsense like that's his destiny. Oh, like, yeah. We haven't spit in the eye of destiny before. So. But. Like, that's the only thing that makes me hesitate, but it's like as a far as far as effectiveness, possibly even power level, like Kukul Khan was a tool that got taken out by his own weapon. Right. We talked about that, but like Corb. Corb's a slime to me. Like I'm just like, eh, I'm completely unimpressed despite the fact that he's still alive. But, but yeah, yeah, okay. It's a bottom of C. Not even sure that was a good picture for him, but that's what came up. So, some of these came out of like TV tropes again, and you know, didn't necessarily grab like every artist along the way. Obviously, the, like the Mave one's a hand drawn picture and whatnot. So you know, credit where it's due, etc. So everybody wants to talk about evil Bob. Yeah. Isn't he so much fun? Yeah. He, here's Bob putting himself in a headlock. So, you know, more, more fun fan art. Cause I was like, man, I want, I want one of him in the Nazi uniform. Right. But, uh, you know, so speaking of people still potentially running around, mm -hmm. causing more danger, mayhem, be whatever. 
who he would have uh, hooked himself to and what is he doing and when will he come back? But we get right. a, one book of, with him partially in it and it was a lot of fun when we did get to see him. Of just like, why is Bob evil? Oh, there is an evil Bob and it's separate. And then storming Normandy. <laughs> right. Yeah. Magical Normandy. Like yeah. that, that whole sequence, man. Like, yeah. wow. That was a lot of fun. You know? Yep. I mean, uh, so where does he go? I don't know. Oh, it's hard. I kind of... I mean, it, he's either yeah. the very top of B or right. somewhere in the A, a tier. But I mean, he's I don't not know more if he's... villainous than Shag Nasty. Eh. I mean, he might be. But but so the part of the problem with Evil Bob is that his nature as an intellect spirit means that he has to he he is a lackey basically right like he's gonna have his own will and whatever but whoever has the skull or whatever right. at this point he's he's going like they control him so yes, but he's he's yeah. kemlerized he everything that he yeah. will draw on as experiences from kemler and nazis and war and destruction versus like at least regular Bob will try to get boobs in it as much as possible. It's much more sure. benign. I mean, okay. I'm not going to argue with you on that one. So well, sure. Like if you tell but... Bob, go do a, B and C, he will make as many people naked as possible until you tell him not to. If you tell evil Bob, go do a, <laughs> B and C, he will have, he'll cat he will make it the many... whole way. Yeah. yeah as many, he will make as, as many corpses. skeletons as possible. So, right. So it, it's like, he has his own, flavor while doing the the orders just like the winter bay right yeah um i i put him at the top of b partially because he's still potentially out there oh jesus now we're in trouble so yeah we are there was a lull in the action so i'm here for the yeah. end all right cool where do you where do you slot evil bob <laughs> uh he can be b tier okay okay we're pretty pretty much in agreement there. Is there any arguments against him being in the top of B tier? Is he better or worse Over than Peabody? Well, Over, so we've no, got, he's not better than Peabody. Is, no. Yeah, uh, he's still alive. Importantly, so Peabody. Oh, is that is that is that what today's qualification is? If you're alive, you we, get bumped up a rank. Well, we we kind of I I made that realization right. Like, I was like, man, A tier is really full, but there's an important commonality between everybody in A tier. They're still alive. So Ethne is the only Enya. Enya is the only one taken off the board, so to speak, right? So she's not going to be doing any more villainy, as far as we know. But yes. the rest of them are at least out there causing shenanigans. I wouldn't put Evil Bob up with Shag Nasty, but he's still alive. So top of B tier to me. Yeah, I think I don't think he can go above Peabody just because Peabody's results, even though he's still alive, is um, are, were pretty substantial. And Evil Bob. We just don't know enough about what he did with and for Kemmler and what he's still doing out there. So, I mean, you know, he's his upward mobility is a possibility, but right. Uh, speaking of upward mobility, he was technically working for corpse takers, so he's already doing better than that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, by both being alive and more effective, right? So, yeah. So, but I mean, I mean it, he can go above uh, Justin, I think. Um, you know. Justin's big claim to fame is essentially setting Harry on the path. So that's also part of the reason he is as high as he is. Right. But I think Bob 
because Bob seems like the kind of person that, you know, Justin had him and he, he was probably working with the more evil side of him to a degree. That's, um, okay, let's make a difference. There's Bob and Robert. <laughs> Just trying to keep them separate. Because <laughs> with Bob Evie. and evil Bob, that's still even getting confusing itself, but... Bobby. Yeah, so I, I would put him just behind Peabody, I think. I, th I think Peabody's results still are more than his at the moment. And then one day, who knows? Right. I can I can live with that. Any other comments? I can live with it. Yeah, All right. Sure. Don't sound too happy. Yeah. Did you catch the first part of the show? <laughs> Uh, I, I think, think I caught the part where you guys were arguing whether or not Maeve belongs on the list, but after that, not so much. Right. Yeah. So, so does Maeve belong on the list? I mean, I don't know what other list she would go on. <laughs> she's she's a lackey. Anything that Maeve did can be attributed to Nemesis. That's my argument. So. Well, yeah. I mean, sure. Um, I guess uh, really all you have to see if her is summer night prior to you know what her actions would be and she's definitely villainous in that she's inept but she is a you know she's she's um uh let's say inclined <laughs> towards that already you know this it's in her nature as the winter lady and you know giving into the bad impulses of it kind of like slate with the night so there is much a a uh the same as mab there is much of a product of of outside factors either way. Um, but I, I, you know, I wouldn't call her a good guy by any stretch. So if no, I guess yeah, technically but, speaking, the only thing she would be on would be this list. Well, but the, it's kind of the argument between like, which one of these guys are puppets, which one of these guys are lackeys or just straight up like henchmen or whatever. Right. And that's the thing. The villains should be the guys given the orders, driving the plot, you know, running the thing. You know, begrudgingly, we have to put Mavra on here because she's at least from our perspective acted independently in numerous occasions, even though she's a lieutenant of Dracul, right? Maeve, I mean, left her own devices. She's a pain in the ass. That was kind of part of the argument, right? You know, it's like mm. she, she's got no crazy machinations. She's got no empire. She pokes Dresden because he's the hero and we need a, an antagonist doesn't necessarily make her a villain right you know like that that's all but i, I guess have i mean she, she can act through enough. intermediaries and emissaries too so it's not like sure. she wouldn't have had no say you know like the whole the sh short story with jenny green teeth and all that um, right well and see and that's i mean yeah that's fine sure but yeah all right all right I mean it's just it's really the difference i, I understand the, the distinction because you know someone like corb who is a lackey still but he also has his own kingdom and he has his own agency quote unquote so right i i see i understand the difference if mave's not on the list it doesn't matter it's just a matter of there's really nowhere else to put her unless we do a generic you know miscellaneous character list at some point right right <laughs> well once we've done all the tier lists then we'll have the here's the everybody else tier list so <laughs> Right. Yeah. But uh, again, because she's got mommy issues doesn't make her a villain. Right. So like, yes, I mean, I get it. She's lashing out against Mab's power and that sort of thing. But, you know, I think having kids, for example, just because my boys don't eat their broccoli for dinner doesn't mean that I'm going to put them on the villain list or, you know, because I told them, hey, don't hit your brother in the face with that sword. 
you know, foam swords, etc. doesn't mean that like, you know, I, that's what I'm trying to, to separate here. Like her thing with Jenny green teeth, that was villainous, how she treated Lloyd slate. And the fact that she, you know, manipulated people like that, because it seemed from Mab's words that she should stop letting Maeve hire the help because she likes to attract people like that, you know, that sort of thing. Though those were villainous, you know, those were certainly terrible things, but I mean, I think it also separates the fact that it's like, you know, maybe it's the fact that like, she's just like a villain versus like, you know, some of these guys are practically super villains by comparison. Right. Maeve does bad things to people. Okay. That makes her a bad person. Doesn't necessarily make her a villain. Right. Like, you know, I think that's, that might be part of what I'm, I'm having trouble with there because, you know, some of these guys have empires. They're making things move. They torturing people in big ways. They've offed allies. Um, they're trying to bring about the end of the world, you know, things like that. And then Maeve is like a petulant child on steroids, you know, but anyway, mm -hmm. so blood I mean, on his feel soul. better if we just called it bad guys or something instead. <laughs> yeah. Antagonists. Antagonists. But then we wouldn't have so much to argue about. So, well, then we'd have to be adding a few more people. Right. Oh, don't worry. Next next time we're going to add, um, you know, the Squires and uh, who else do we got going on the list since we're just letting anybody in these oh, days? Hopefully not the Squires. Um, because we're going to put we're going to put Dresden because he doesn't follow parking laws all well, the time. Dresden's so. <laughs> you could you could make a credible villain argument for Dresden with just a little bit tweaking to the council argument to actually be make sense. Yeah. Now, what we should do is we should argue it from Butter's perspective. So. Put yourself in butter shoes. The fact that butters isn't on this list is already <laughs> right. Can we get the blood and the soul out of the way? If so, we oh, you're trying to done go with the tier you're list. Done? Yeah, <laughs> you think well, this means we're done? We're with the done with list. the tier list so far. Yeah. Two weeks, we're not going to be doing this for heroes or some shit. Exactly. Right. Cody, Cody's got me. Tigress, Red Cap. You know, oh. uh, Kyle. Yeah, Redcap Red is going to be an argument. I was going to say Redcap is interesting at least because he, you know, they he did the thing where oh, there's actually more to him, but maybe not. Well, <laughs> right. Like yeah. I, I was mean to you because I'm a dick and I like being a dick, but also I was working for Mab the whole time. Well, that's so. the thing. That's a lot of what <laughs> what it's going to be with the Fey. I mean, you know, that's that's why they straddle the line between villain. It's like they do this because it's in their nature, but they do like it, <laughs> so it's not really, right. Now it's it's how much of that is the nature versus nurture, how much of that is compulsion. But people like the red cap, I mean, yeah, he's still a winter face, so he's kind of predisposed to being that way because he has to be. But you know, he still likes it, and he still goes out of his way to do it. So it's a bad father. We don't know that yet. At least, well, supposedly how he treated Ace, I guess. Yeah, but yeah. who gives a shit about Ace? Ace was a piece of shit anyway. So again, just the fact that you're a shitty father and, you know, like beat up on your kids, in this case in the Faye thing, hopefully not triggering anybody. But like, just because you're a shitty father doesn't make you a villain per se. Well, no, like, I, I, think it's, I think it's the killing of random strangers right. and dipping his hat in their blood is probably No, I know, I'm just father. saying like, but yeah, he's a villain. Look at how he treated Ace isn't exactly Exhibit A, right? But yes, no, the, the whole... The whole how he's named the red cap might be exhibited on why he's the red cap. Like, yeah. So, 
All right, so um, Genoa Salami goes in C tier because fucking he shouldn't even be alive still. <laughs> I was thinking B for blood on his soul, but you know. No. So C I mean, he was pretty crappy. scary. He's still coming. He's still yeah. Gonna, that's the, that's got, the problem. Yeah. And so so he's more alive than all of these other guys. I find him more interesting than Corpse Taker. Less interesting than everybody in B. So, so I he, guess he's top of C for me. I told you. Is he more or less villainous than Maeve? That's that's my cursing now because like now I have to ask that question. Oh, is Maeve the is Mendoza he, line? She's the she's what we measure villainous by. <laughs> no, Maeve I'm just like because I'm the one that. Twenty, like we, we we made that like twenty minutes. I mean, I, ten of them were me yelling, but you know, I don't know. You you could make the argument that he is more villainous in the sense that he actively chose this dark path, apparently, of the three paths that you're allowed to do as a forest person. But... Right. <laughs> you can do anything you want as long as it's one of these three. Things. As long as it's these two, there's these two good paths over here, and then there's that one that goes with a flickering light. Do you want to choose the flickering light path? Yes, I want to choose the flickering light path. So again, it's how much of that. I mean, he wanted to do that. He did do that. He's, yeah. but he's also kind of like he seems like more of an animal than anything. And I know he's, he's smarter than that for but, sure. Yeah, but he also, I mean, he he was given Ursiel for a reason, which is like the big friggin' bruiser idiot one. So I mean, I I genuinely don't think he goes above C tier. Until or unless something else comes up. Well, yeah, because I mean, to me, he's like, he's certainly probably grabbed the coin to elevate his own station. But sure. in my opinion, Nicodemus just wanted a brute, right? He mm -hmm. just wanted a bruiser. So he's basically still just a lackey, even though he's, he's sort of doing this, like with his eyes wide open, he's getting what he wants out of it. But what he wants is not impressive well, he's, he's also not very clever know. in getting what he wants so there's whatever cleverness right. you might describe to him having been invisible for the thir first third of the book but like right. dresden supposedly killed him because he wasn't looking up during the puzzle which uh he had full <laughs> ability to watch Look, how man, that pattern was going next. with a denarian to be able to help and he just didn't he was so, like the star destroyers in trust they didn't know how to go up he didn't know how to look up yeah that's the problem so he's certainly stupider than Maeve, which is hard to say. But she knew Maeve how to look would... up. Yeah. He's dumber than a puppet. That's pretty rough. Yeah. Well, he's a puppet. Right, that's dumber than a puppet. I I say we'll put him in C, but you know, room to grow type of situation, right? Well, Andreas, unfortunately, yes, because okay? he should sure. be dead, but he's not. I'm okay with him. Yes, there right. is room for him to grow. <laughs> not like around or there might be. You don't know. Yeah, right. It's like <laughs> we're gonna see him next time. It's like, oh my god, have you been juicing? You were already huge. Now what are you <laughs> like? All right. Well, this was something. Yeah. Any last minute criticisms? Oh pff, yeah, yeah. Just wait yeah. until next next time. So when we get to the real, like you know, hard hitting villains. Yeah, like th this body. guy like bumped into Shiro in the airport and didn't say I'm sorry or whatever. You know, that's the tier list of villainy right there. <laughs> so Alrighty. that joke will well, get old eventually. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, eventually. But it is not this day, right? 
No, it was yesterday, actually. It's already old. <laughs> well, then. Bye.